Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back in, everyone, for a super exciting front row forward and to our F, potential mid-tier value. There's lots of guys in this section, and I do personally suggest picking a lot of these guys in your side. I think it's going to work out the best going forward into round one, especially so you can spend a fair bit of cash elsewhere. And the reason why we would select these guys, yes, there's upside in other areas, but the value and the money-making potential in these couple of positions is pretty good. More obviously in the 2RF position, a little bit less in the front row, but I do think you can still find 10 points of value from a few of these guys if they get that round one spot and if the role looks like it is available to them. So Really, in the front row forward position, like I said in the guns video, if you want to go back and check that out, just scroll down there and you'll find it. But uh, it does feel like a position you want sort of one guy max over that 500k. You know, it could go both under. There's a bunch of guys in this 400k category here, up to 500 that could do a good job. And sort of the rest of the guys priced underneath who we'll get into a few of them here, uh, but then the rest of them under that 350k mark will be in that cheapies video. Uh, so yeah. If the value comes up, I'm definitely taking the cheaper guy if they have a role. Uh, yeah, if they have a role, personally, it's the way I'm looking at it. So think of a guy, if, if two of them have 10 points of value and one of them is just cheaper, even if they are going to go up the same amount or, or likely, if the consistency is there and the role is there, I definitely think I'll be going for the cheaper guy so I can spend some money elsewhere. But Toby Rudolph comes up at 480K, average of 47 last year. And Here's a lovely PPM of 1.08 in that front row forward position. But can we get the man to 53 to 55 minutes? So he is he actually off the beers? We, we need to find that one out. There's potential for a few more minutes, but they do have a very full forward pack with, with Finucane and, and obviously McInnes both demanding some decent minutes there. And obviously if you're out of there, a few of their other eights and tens, the, the forwards out there that could play decent minutes. But I do think he's the alpha of the pack. And uh, we really need some minutes jump. And obviously with that PPM, need sort of that extra minimum sort of six to eight minutes to get somewhere near that 10 points of value. 
So can we get him up sort of that 10 minutes would be the goal, considering he played 43 minutes last year. If he's up around that 53 mark, 51, 52, he's definitely a guy that you could slot in. Obviously, with a buy in round five, not ideal, though. Tommy Flegler. So at 475K, the average of 46, he's basically a similar scenario to that of, of Toby in that he needs extra minutes. And I do think he needs close to that 10 minutes there, uh, considering that at this price point, obviously, the minutes that he played last year in the mid-40s, he would need close to 55 to be relevant. He could definitely do it, but again, a, a buy in round three as well. I'm just not sure if both of them can get that 10 minutes a jump. Plus, compared to Rudolph, he plays Origin, which is a little bit annoying. So keep in your, uh, you know, in your option bag, but I don't really like him compared to a few of the, the cheaper guys in here, and obviously the cheapies list as well. Jason Tamalolo, Tamalolo, 439 there. Average of 43, he's got the 2RF duel as well, which is obviously handy and, and really big minutes and average drop down over each of the last four seasons there. And his PPM took a, a big deep dive as well at 0.89. So let's just say the min stay at 49, but he goes back to a 1 PPM. It's still only six points of value. If the minutes go up and obviously the PPM improves as well, then there's the value which could potentially happen if he's fit and firing. But I do think it's probably more likely that it's that like five points of value and just one of them improves. So the PPM goes up or the minutes go up and the PPM stays where it is. And, and it's like that five, six points of value is probably what I see with Jason Tamalolo. As much as, a, as I hope that he goes up as a Cowboys fan, I don't think there's enough there. Maybe a 50 average for him if he can do that. So Tavita Totola there at 436.6K, average of 42.7 last year. was pretty low. So really, I think for him, you can expect close to a 50 average with about five to six extra minutes. And, and that gets him back to those 2022 numbers. He doesn't have anyone in there looking to steal minutes off him. I, I think he's the he's the alpha. He's, he's the, the, uh, the guy you want to be playing bigger minutes in their forward pack, apart from obviously Cam Murray or Jai Arrow, but looks like Arrow potentially to be on that edge. So Totola is their guy, and I would expect those minutes to, to increase. And that gives him around that seven points of value with potential for a little bit more upside if he can if he can get to his end of 2022 run where he was injury-free and the minutes were there and, and he's able to score a try or two as well. So that's the thing with him. Likely more minutes there if he's just fit and uh, potential for a better PPM as well if he's fit. So those two together, it's close to 10 points of value, seven to 10 is probably where you're looking at with Tavita and a fair bit cheaper than the options above, I think, there as well. So, yeah, an option and someone I've looked at having in my side in and out at the moment. The guy that's still firmly in my side and, and what I want to happen, obviously, is, is Terrell May at 430K there. The average is 42 last year. And the question is, can we get the man 45 minutes? It's really the only issue for him at this stage because his PPM is absolutely incredible at 1.27. And it was way higher, closer to two in a lot of games at the back end of last year and yeah, way above that. Um, sorry, close to that two mark as well in the final series if you were counting Supercoach scores then. So the Roosters were gunned through, through the middle when he was playing. So I just think he has to play. And they've really struggled at the beginning of seasons to, you know, for the last few, especially three or something like that now. Um, so they do need a strong start. And I think that Terrell can definitely help them with that. 40, 45 minutes. If he gets somewhere there, then he's firmly in my side and he's going to be 50 plus uh, every day of the week. If he's uh, yeah, scoring wise, if he gets somewhere in that 40s minutes at that 1.27 PPM there with potential for some attacking stats and the like there as well. Um, definitely gives you some entry for feeder vibes as well. We know how good he was 
in uh, you know for, for the Sharkies there. Two more to go in the front row forward stocks. And so, yeah, basically I've got Terrell May at number one, and then it's likely someone like Totola would be my number two in this section. Palm Sele there with a 1.08 PPM at 425K, average just under 42 last year. His work ethic is great, but it's without upside usually. And, and he does need probably an extra eight to nine minutes, somewhere around that 47, 48 mark to become relevant and be a guy that just averages over 50 and has close to that 10 points of value. The question is, can he get it? You know, it's probably him and Laurie, the two guys that they are going to start with. I've uh, seen a predicted team there with RFM now that he's moved over at the 13 role and that moves to Bellin into the 8 or 10 and that definitely would hurt Harme there. Unless, um, you know, Raymond plays a little bit through that section and then DeBellin moves to 13. I, I don't know, but it's just another middle forward and another guy that slots into this team now and, and probably hurts Harme a little bit for sure. But he'll be, he'll be solid, I think. Um, let's see what kind of minutes he gets. Keenan Palacia, 365. So he's the last on this list for the, uh, the front row forwards and he has the jewel as well. 36 is the average last year. He's a very garbage PPM of 0.88. Yes, he's cheap but he really needs 50 plus minutes to get anywhere near a really, really good score. And I just shouldn't happen really with Tino, with Mo Waker in that starting side. I just don't see it happening here as well. All right, we move to the 2RF and we already mentioned there the way I'm playing it. It's going to be with value clearly. Uh, the question mark here is, is, do you go with a little bit higher value in that of, of Elliot? I really think that needs to be that can be answered if we don't get all of the options in the cheaper category, which we're going to go through all of those in a second. But Adam Elliott there at 517k, average of 50.7 last year. So he definitely is not a slam dunk pick for sure. But we do have about a 15-game sample size now of him healthy and playing anywhere between 55 to 70 minutes with the majority of those scores in the 60s and 70s with a few above that and obviously a few below that as well. So he is prone to a few of those lower scores. He wasn't fit last year. That was the main issue with Adam Elliott. Um, and yeah, so that's where those 70s save him when he gets those lower scores. He should be somewhere in the in the high 50s mark, we would imagine here, given he has a lot of those 60s and 70s in his game. He's coming into this season much healthier, as I said, uh, listening to his sort of nine or 10 minute uh, interview there on the Knights website, NRL.com website as well. It really showed that he was um, super excited to come out and show his teammates how good he can really be and sort of repay the faith for, for the Knights signing him. Unfortunately, last year, came into the season uh, with a groin injury, played in round one, but he was underdone, uh, had, took a fair bit of time off, but then came back and he was kind of fighting his way for fitness throughout the entirety of the season and then kind of came good, but was fairly inconsistent with his scoring, even with the good minutes at the end. So you could definitely do worse then grabbing Elliot, who's a good chance of making his way through the buy period with you as well, given he shouldn't be in origin. So I could definitely see worse options if you are looking at him Elliot's way. Zach Hosking there, very, very comfortably a 50s guy with 65 plus minutes. So yeah, you wouldn't think that he'd get anywhere outside of that on an average, down and up and down from that, uh, given he averaged 50 last year with a lot of games off the bench and also sort of 65, 60 minute rolls in certain games as well. But he kind of faded away through the back end of the season as well. So hopefully... A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The big off-season, he can come in fit and firing. But with two big scores, he, he, had, he had two big scores with tries there. So that's something to note as well. He's not going to get a try every game. But the back rowers in, at the Raiders there definitely can put points on uh, and score tries there. Does he get those opportunities at the Raiders? Does he even start? Does Whitehead start? Does he take minutes off him? There's a lot of information that we still need to find out. And let's wait until we find out a little bit more about Hosking, I think. We drop it down now to 468 with Vili uh, Kikau. Uh, average of 46 last year, so it's 12 points below his other worst fantasy season at the Panthers. So that's something obviously to note there for sure. But it was affected by injury last season. And the Dogs are nowhere near a, a better side than, than or anywhere near a side that the Panthers are. The Dogs poor form last year obviously you know hurt Kikau as well. But he did play the majority of the games that he did play were closer to that 80-minute mark, you know, a few games in the 60s, a couple of 80s in there and, and high 70s. So can he? Can they unlock that left edge? Can Burton do it? Potentially. But I do see Kikau as being probably like the fifth or sixth best option in the 2RF class. And I don't think you can select more than sort of four or five of these mid-rangers if you want to fill a you know, starting side plus your bench. I think Kikau is below a lot of the guys I'm going to speak about in a second. Uh, but if yes, he can be a sort of a 55 to 58 gay, okay, guy there um, with with the upside that he showed at Panthers. But I just don't see it happening at the Dogs. And if not, he's likely to be a 50 guy. And that's four points of value and a no uh, on my end. Both for more at 467. So he's someone I have a, a fair bit more interest in. Currently not in my side, but he's he would be the next one off the list, uh, coming onto the list, I should say. Given he's coming off an injury, the buy-in round two... Not sure which side he's going to be on. Probably won't score that 11 tries that he scored in you know, 2022. It was the perfect year there. And he did average 65. And you're looking at this price point here, and it's a 46 price point. His perfect year was 19 points above that. Is he likely to drop it down to maybe an 8 to 10 point improvement on this on this uh, price that he's at? I think so. And that's pretty comfortable there with potential for good games uh, with try scoring efforts because he scored 11 in that 2022 year, he could definitely do it. But you know, he's coming off that injury, as I said, the bye. Uh, it's easy to say he averages in the 50s, which would be cool. Uh, but how far into the 50s is the question. So at this stage, I'm leaving him off um, because of the other options, the risk and the higher price. Then a few of these guys. See how long. 462 for him, average of 45.3. It's very hard to see him not averaging anywhere between 55 to 60 if he gets somewhere in that 65 to 70 minute range. He has plenty of upside, obviously. Does he get spelled and play 50 minutes, though? It's probably my, my question. Like, when they've got backup edges in Tupanua, does Crichton get the spot? If he does, then you know, Nat Butcher's going to be there taking some minutes. Does Crichton lose minutes? There's a lot of question marks for that edge spot with four guys potentially being in it. So I just it'd be hard to see him, hard-pressed to see him playing 80, but I still think he's a really, really good option because of that hot, really high upside at that. And we're looking in Supercoach for high upside players, at all times, like, you know, at a floor, is he going to be an under 45 guy? Probably not. 
Could he be a 65 to 70 guy with tries and with great opportunities with good minutes? Yes. So where does he fall in between those ranges of 45 up to the 70? That's the question you have to ask yourself. And we just need to learn a bit more info on this side. Josh Schuster, I haven't changed this since the uh, I made this uh, sort of a week ago or something like that. But Josh Schuster at 460K, I always wasn't too excited about him, especially in this 2RF position. But you know, his perfect season was a 61 average. So similar to that of Fermore, but lower in that average. He isn't in that type of form at all at the moment. And he even had you know plenty of games with the creative stats last season where he should get less with sort of two key playmakers in the team now, plus Trevojevic fit. I think there's a risk of him losing spot and he has the finger injury, the calf injury, the attitude problem, whatever's happening with Schuster. It's all there and I think you can leave him out. Sean Lane, probably one of the top two safest guys on this list, very, very clearly. Average of 43.7 last year. You know, he's 20K cheaper than a few of the guys as well. The 69 average in his perfect season in 2022 gives him sort of 26 points of wiggle room, which I think is easily, you know, he can fall easily in the middle somewhere there. I would love to see him looking good in trials to get his upside closer to 20, as he really looked awful last season with a couple of injuries there. So either way, he's likely to be a 600K RF at some point, running off ground and fit. It just could be even higher if he is able to get into that mid-60s, as the lower if, it, if he's just in that mid-50s, but that's still over 10 points of value and not a problem at all in your side. Should be one of the first few picks, that's for sure. Shawnee Bloor at 445, the average of 43.7 for him. Literally every game he got good minutes last season, they got hammered, which is a really interesting thing to look at. Go check that out yourself. Uh, and he still scored well in most, even when they got hammered. There's games there where he, where he did really well, which we'll talk about in a sec. That's not going to happen at the Storm. They're not going to get smashed, and, and there's not going to be plenty of time there where they're waiting behind the sticks, waiting for a kick, uh, and the ball not in play. Which means also that he's going to get more attacking opportunities as well. More ball in play, more attacking opportunities. It's very simple like that. He just needs a spot, and he's in my team. So if he's named to start on that edge, even with 60, 65 minutes, could be upwards of that with Liero maybe moving to the middle. We will have to find out and we'll, we will know in trials and we'll know in round one when that team is named. Uh, if he's in that starting side, he's in my team, no doubt about it. And is you know, the third probably picked after we we'll speak about a sec, Joshy Curran. Uh, to give you an idea in his upside, 92 in 80 minutes with no tries, 76 in 30 minutes with a try, 74 in 31 minutes. He is a buy if he gets 65 plus minutes on an edge. Brendan Piakura at 426k, average of 41.8. He still has plenty to learn defensively and positionally, I believe, just watching him. But that's what this offseason was for. You know, super volatile and PPM was junk, to be honest, in finals uh, in finals off the bench games. I think it was like 60-something minutes for, you know, a PPM of 0.7 or 0.6, something or something disgusting. Anyway, uh, it's definitely hard to pass him up in a gun Broncos team where attacking opportunities will come like they did in a couple of games last last season, and he's likely to be running off Ezra Mam, which is great. So 426, he's fairly cheap, and I think you can just slot him in on your bench, uh, yeah, maybe in that first reserve kind of spot there in your 17 and, and uh, see what happens. But a fairly tough run to start. Does he get the attacking opportunities, or does he be like a 45 to 50 guy in kind of base with the odd line break and then kind of explode a little bit later? That could be the way as well. Josh Curran. So him at 421K, it's an absolute slam dunk. Just get him in your side. Like average 41 last year. Spoke to Denon about playing lock and then potentially moving on to edge. Maybe that's when, you know, Kikau gets a little bit of a rest. I'd imagine Preston plays huge minutes. 
uh, late in games there is when he's, you know, to potentially moving. So if the minutes are anything close to 80, this could be 20 plus points of value. 60 minutes, it's still a 55 plus average in the middle. You'd imagine there for sure. That's close to a point uh, PBM of one, which he should be able to get easily for sure. He's averaged 67 before to show his upside. That's 26 points of value, 25 to 26 there. And he's even more important now for the dogs. So yeah, when he spoke to Denon there, he's talking about he having his court case behind him now. He had all of that stuff to deal with. And now that is done. He can just focus on footy and you know really playing big minutes and doing really well for this dog side that absolutely need him without a doubt. That's for sure. And then we're just going to finish this video here with Angus Crichton there. So 409k for Angus. The average of 40 last year is pretty wild. Obviously, in uh, in years past, he's been an absolute dominant force there. Uh, and if we can get him anywhere near his best there, even for sort of 60 minutes, everyone will own him. And I do hope he is well. And sort of 20 plus points of value awaits in bigger minutes for him. If he can get 60 plus there, he's going to be a 60-ish scorer. Um, 55 in a minimum, 15 points of value. If you can get him, obviously it's him, it's Wong. Could we get both? Uh, I'm not exactly sure, but at 409k, the cheapest guy, if he's named to start in round one, everyone should have him in their side, I would imagine. But at this point, we do need to see him in trials. We need to see how this team shakes out. And there's a few other guys like Current and Lane who are slam dunks, and I think Sean Bloor would be as well uh, if he gets that spot. So you're getting a bit of an insight into my current team and, and where I'm at. But that's that here in the 2RF rankings and the front row forward value rankings there. You know, stick around for the other positions that we're going to be going through in the value section before we get to those cash cows in the next week or so. Thanks for watching, and I appreciate you being here to watch that Supercoach content. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.